Please be seated. So, so a few weeks ago, I was um, flipping through the lectionary text for the next few weeks and just glancing at each one as I was planning, you know, making sure I get the good texts and Garrett gets the hard ones. Um, and, uh, and so I looked at this Sunday's and, uh, um, and I, thought, I saw the wedding banquet and I thought, oh, no problem, check, and kept going. And then this, um, this, earlier this week, I sat down and read it carefully. And I realized that I was thinking about the wedding banquet parable in Luke, not in Matthew. See, this parable, it shows up twice. In the, the Gospels, it shows up twice, once in Matthew and once in, in Luke. So let me tell you about Luke first. So, <laughs> so a man... A man um, prepares a wedding banquet. He kills the fatted calf, and he invites everyone to come. He sends out his servants and says, it's time to come. And many of them say, oh, I can't come, they're busy. One of them has just bought a field, and he needs to go see it. Another one has bought oxen, and he needs to go try them out. A third has just gotten married himself, and he just can't come. So the servants come back and say the guests can't come and the master sends them out again and he says gather the poor and the crippled and the blind and gather them and bring them to the banquet and the servants go out to the alleys and the towns and they grab the they bring in the poor the crippled and the blind and there's still room in the wedding feast and the master says go out again and gather everyone you can find in the entire world and bring them to the wedding feast and they all bring They all are brought into the wedding feast and they celebrate this banquet together. Now this gospel of Luke parable is this amazing vision of the kingdom of God with all of the people, the people who are the insiders and the outsiders, all the diversity of humanity, the poor and the rich gathered together at the great heavenly banquet of God of sharing things that are rich and fine and celebrating together. It's this beautiful vision. It's a vision I can get behind. God loves everybody, no exceptions. We have it on the sign. We have a little welcome statement on our bulletin cover that says it. Come to the feast. Everyone's welcome in the Gospel of Luke. And now here in Matthew, we have the Game of Thrones version. (laughs) So there's a king. And he's having a wedding banquet for his son, so it's a really important thing. He sends his servants out to get the guests who would not come. The servants were busy. They were busy with their businesses and with their fields. But then some of the guests, they decide to rough up the, serv- they decide to rough up the servants, and some of the servants were killed. So the remaining servants go back, and the king, he becomes enraged. And he sends out the army to destroy the murderers and to burn down the city. And then he sends out his slaves another time, his servants another time, in order to gather up the good and the bad and everyone on the streets and bring them to the wedding banquet. So here's, now we're getting to the vision that I can get behind. Okay, the good and the bad all at the wedding banquet. But then there was this one man who was out without his wedding clothes. So the king sees the man without his wedding clothes on, 
and says, how'd you get in here? And the man looks stunned. And the king says, bind him hand and foot and throw him in the outer of darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then Jesus says, for many are invited, but few are chosen. Thank you. So now, instead, I'm going to talk about the Old Testament lesson. Maybe not. So, so let me give you a little bit of context of what's going on here. So first of all, Jesus is teaching in the temple. It's the week before he dies. Palm Sunday has happened. There's been the triumphant entry into Jerusalem, and now he's gone to the temple to teach. And this parable is told when he's in an argument with the Pharisees and the religious leaders and the temple priests who are assured of their holiness and righteousness. And Jesus is being absurd and sarcastic, filled with hyperbole as well. See, if you look at the narrative, when does this all happen? It all happens while the food is on the table getting cold. That's when the invitations go out and the cities burn down and the people are murdered. It all happens while the food is sitting there on the table. You can see that this is sarcasm, that Jesus is making a point. Jesus is trying to shock people. He's exaggerating to help them to notice. In no way is this a parable that's about violent judgment of God. That's a misunderstanding of the way that Jesus is talking. But he's talking so that people will pay attention, close attention, so that they will take what he's saying very seriously. He's saying that God has invited, has invited you, has invited me, has invited the people of his time to a lavish feast, a wedding banquet. And it's a serious invitation, not something to be trifled with. It's a serious invitation for all of us to come to this feast, this feast of fine things, of God's love, of God's power, of God's mercy. It's a fine feast you and I are invited to and we need to take that invitation very seriously. There's disappointment when we don't accept that invitation. And it's for those who are powerful and for those who are on the edge of society. All of us, all of us together, welcome the good and the bad to this great feast. Everyone is welcome. You and me but there's a catch. Come as you are, the good and the bad. But you can't stay that way. Come as you are today, but you need to put on a wedding robe. Now, it was common at the time that when you went to a wedding feast, you were given the wedding robe. As you came in, it was provided for you. You and I are invited to a feast, 
but we cannot remain the same. We have to change our clothes. And I don't mean put on a nice jacket. I mean we have to have our lives changed by the attendance at that wedding banquet. You and I are invited to a feast, an encounter with God. Every time we encounter with God, have an encounter with God, it's in order to provoke a conversion within us, to change us, to transform us. It's about growing. It's about putting on that new set of clothes. It's about how changing how we relate to each other, how we spend our time, how we spend our money, how we work for justice and peace, how we serve. It's about what we do with everything in our entire lives. It's about change and transformation. One writer says, God loves you just the way you are, but God refuses to leave you that way. God wants you to be like Jesus. You and me, each one of us, to be like Jesus. To be like the one who gave everything away who gave away his life, who gave away his family, who gave it all away in order to serve this wedding banquet, who gave it away to you and to me. We're invited to this banquet of God's love, of God's mercy, of God's enormous power, God's healing love. We're all invited the Eucharist every week is a foretaste of this banquet that we're invited to, but we're not meant to stay the same. It's not about being comfortable. It's about being changed, being transformed, so that you and I will be like Jesus. So, today... We're kicking off our stewardship campaign. You know the drill. This week you'll get a mailing. It will be beautiful as pictures. I'll show it to you later. And you'll get a pledge card that comes with it. And we'll be all asked to spend the next few weeks considering about our giving to St. Paul's in the next year. And you know that consideration of giving it's about important things like how we support what we do here and how we pay our staff and how we have excellent music and how we serve the world from this place. But more importantly, more importantly, it's about your and my growth in being changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's an opportunity for you and I to contemplate our material resources, to contemplate what God has given to us and how we share that with the world, how we 
give that away. And you know, my job is to help you grow. To help you grow in the love of Jesus Christ and to be changed. And if in any way, giving away your stuff to the church gets in the way of that growth, if because you have baggage or issues or challenges from the past about giving to the church, and it gets in the way of your growth, I don't want you to do it. Don't do it. Give your money away somewhere else. Because what's more important is that we all grow. We all grow in this love and power that God has given us. That we celebrate at this banquet. And that we never remain the same. You and I are invited to a lavish banquet of love, of mercy, of healing, and of blessing. You and I are invited with the entire world. Let us join in that celebration and be eternal ch eternally changed to be like Jesus. Amen.